it lets you know that it's recording? Yep. All right, cool. I'm just going to kind of like hold it. Yeah. Actually, I wish I had it use my phone because it might have looked better. But I was supposed to get my laptop at, at Best Buy today, but um, I got there. I found the one I wanted, and they're like, yeah, well, we don't have that. And I was like, <laughs> what? That's dumb. And then they said, oh, well, you can just take a picture of the receipt and then bring it to the cashier. And then you can order it, and it can be yours by Friday. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to wait on a laptop. When I buy it, I want to have it because I need it for specific things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with all that being said, um, I have you returning as a guest. You were the guest on the first episode, so now we're kind of like coming full circle here the second episode. Yep. Uh, and so we did the first episode back in November. And boy has has the world changed since november i know it's it's really crazy i feel like just so far this year even though we're only six months into it it feels like it's been so much longer oh it feels like we've been through like a whole decade yeah um it's totally because there's just been so it's like the world has just completely flipped yeah and it's like it took six months to like for um like just for some things to happen that happened in within 10 year a 10 year span or something you know it just feels very strange that it happened everything is happening so quick it's, it's nuts. yeah but i think i think we're gonna find that it, it was necessary because I think that a lot of people are kind of like smartening up in one way or another now. No, you're you're to- totally right. I was thinking the same thing that like it's it's like an eye opener for people, um, like people to realize that like there's a world around you. Like, are you living in it or are you just you know uh, a part of it? Yeah. Uh, and it's just interesting because it's like, to, to me, it feels like people are becoming like you and me, like we have been our whole lives. Yeah. Kind of awake to everything around us, but everyone else feels asleep. But now it feels like people are waking up. So. And that's what I, I was thinking the whole time about the whole quarantine thing. I was like, my luck really hasn't changed all that much. <laughs> yeah, my life my life has been a quarantine. I mean, <laughs> like, everybody's complaining. Nah, I like this. Yeah, exactly. I remember the last episode, we had kind of just had a general conversation about, yeah. like, kind of stuff. And I remember at, at that point, I was talking about um, finishing an album that I had started. Yep. And then I proposed um, w- the title as, as Deadland. And I remember you were like, oh, that sounds kind of like a trap album. And I was like, us, oh, which, which at the time I was like, okay, makes sense. And since then, I've been able to finish that album and I've been able to have you help me on that album. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that is crazy to me because for the longest time, back in 2016, I had put out Paradise which was my most uh, up until this point. Right. When I had finished that album, 
of in a mind state where like high school was getting ready to end. Right. Ready to start going on to college. I really had to like start growing up a little bit. And I found myself whenever I tried to make a song after Paradigm. Yeah. The worst writer's block I've ever had in my life. Now, like I typically get writer's block. And it usually lasts three months. But once it started getting on like a year, I was starting to get worried because it wasn't like I didn't try to make songs. I didn't try to make It just wasn't coming out as well as I wanted it to. And I felt like Paradigm was a pinnacle for me because even though it's not the greatest album in the world, it was the greatest album that I had up until that point. Yeah, it was, it was your greatest album. Like it was... It was for you. It was the first one, other than like building my machine. When I did that one, junior year, and I, I like that as a project, but that was that was more of a project. That wasn't a record. Right, right. So Paradigm was the first album that I had made that I was like proud of. Like I, right. I would somebody be like, "Hey, listen to this," and say it to him confidently because. I like, man, I worked my fucking ass off on that album. Yeah, 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 for sure. You were there the whole time. Yeah. And you, you, you saw me struggling to get that thing done. And when, oh, when yeah. I did, I was just so intimidated by it. So back um, last April, yep. I wrote the first song on Deadland, Indian Summer. I wrote, yep. wrote it in its entirety in one sitting. It took about 45 minutes. As soon as I finished writing that one, I wrote Daily Deja, both those songs on the same day. And then nice. I didn't anything for like five months. Yeah. Like the first two songs I wrote where I was like, okay, this is solid. Maybe there's something here. Yeah. Originally on Indian Summer, it was supposed to be a different beat. I wrote the entire song to a different beat. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the first time I had ever done that. And, and I heard the beat that I ended up choosing for Indian Summer, and it took me somewhere. And I was like, I was kind of like in a lazy mode at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I had written Indian Summer and Daily Deja, which were two like of, of the strongest verses I had ever written in my life. Right. I was afraid that if I sat down to try and do it again, it wouldn't be as good. So right. I, I understand fucking... that for sure. So I I heard the beat that I chose for Indian Summer, and I'm telling you, that song, like, it sounds pretty smooth, sounds like it was fairly simple, fairly easy to do, but that song yeah. took a really, really long time. I remember... I can I can pull it up. I'll, I'll probably post about it later. But I had like 18 different versions of that song. Wow. <laughs> and that that's the same for almost every song on that album. Because I was like, you know what? If I'm going to make another album, I'm going to make a damn good album. And I'm going to yeah. spend going to take. So then the next one I wrote, which was in October, was Begrudge a Demon. Yeah. Um, and then after that, starting in January of this year, yep. I really just went full album mode. Every single yep. day I was spending 10, 15 hours a day because 
at the time I was laid off, I was looking for a job. So I was collecting unemployment for a while. So I was yep. sitting there doing nothing. And, and then I thought to myself, I was like, if, if, if I can't do it now, now that I have like three months where I don't have to do anything, if I can't do it now, then I'm never going to be able to do it. Yep. So then I, I did Dead Lamb, then I did The Longest Night, and then this had gotten on that role of just being able to write verses. And the whole thing came together. And this is like when um, I heard the beat for closed captions for the first time. I was like, I would love to make a song to that. But it was missing something. Yeah. Heard the beat. um, I added the guitar. First thing that I did on that song. Yeah, yeah. And I started like after after I did that, I kind of put put it away for probably four or five weeks. Right. Those songs that like I figured was probably never gonna work out. Right. had like a pretty cool little guitar solo on it so i didn't want to get rid of it yeah and then um after i finished post-human with asia that like took a lot out of me that was a very heavy song so after i had finished that i was like man i I need to do something uplifting right something less like depressing so I was trying to find something because I tried to make that album to have its dark moments, but at its darkest moment at post-human is when it lifts back up and then right. becomes, goes from like dark songs, like they're littered on the first half of the album. Like most of those songs are pretty dark. And yeah. Then- is a little bit lighter i needed something to jump start that right i sat for like a week or two and i was like man i don't know what what i want to do because i started making some beats and stuff and i couldn't i couldn't find anything but then i i had like completely forgotten about that beat i completely forgot i did the guitar solo to it and then i was just going through my computer because i was in like a like a head headlock because i didn't know what to do and then yeah. I got beat, and then I wrote closed captions in probably 10 minutes. Yeah. It just came to me all right there. And then I, I was like, you know what? I bet you Phil would do a really good job on this song. Because I knew I wanted to have you on the album. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't able to have you, uh, well, as Beach Rot on Paradigm. Right, right, yeah. Which was <laughs> classic. That that's my favorite part about that album. Whenever I oh, listen, it's great, it's great. Especially the last song on there. That is one of the reasons why I still say to this day that that is the album I'm most proud of. Yeah. At the time, everything came together. Yep, it did. Yeah. Yeah. So I had written um, closed captions to that beat, and um, I. I had, like another verse that I had written. Like I had a whole rap verse that I wrote to it. Yep. But it wasn't. Um, I didn't think it was on par with some of the other stuff that I was writing. Okay. Of, okay. 
album. It was good. It, it was. It's not a bad verse, but I just didn't right. Really like yeah, yeah. So I reached out to you and I, I remember saying, Hey man, I got I got this song. the first half of it. I would love it if like maybe you wanted to try and get the second half. Yeah. Uh, so like tell tell me about what, what happened after that. Like, <laughs> uh well, yeah, you sent me that. Um I listened to it and uh Honestly, my first reaction was like, how am I going to, what am I going to do to this? Like, how am I going to make this into a song? I, I honestly didn't know if I was going to rap or sing. Um, I had no idea what I was going to do on it. Um, but I think it helped to, um, I really wasn't in a good place to be creative or to write raps i mean i haven't written this was the first rap i've written in uh i don't know it's, it's got to be like two years maybe a year but it's just been a long time um and there was one day where i pulled up that that uh, the track you sent me again the beginning of closed captions um and uh I was like, you know what? I think today's the day I'm going to write the verse for this. So I just sat down. I had brand new headphones. I put them on, and uh, I just went along with the rhythm. Uh, I was feeling the rhythm, and uh, the lyrics just kind of came out because there was a lot on my mind, I think, at that time. And uh, it definitely helped to get it out in rap format because it it just been a long time since I've done that. Um, You're hearing a beat drop verse for the first time in a long time was like, I almost cried. I was like, okay, this is what I've been listening to here. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like I put rap on the back burner. Um, like, I would hear beats and everything and i'd be listening to music and i'm you know be like oh i need to write a rap for this so oh i i love this flow i have a sick flow for this you know but i just never had the motivation to sit down and do it but then when i thought of the old times with me and you and writing raps recording uh it just kind of hit me someplace and i was like you know i've got to do this like, not just for me, but, like, for us. Like, this is, I yeah, have This song was something <laughs> desperately needed. Yeah, like, we hadn't done made music in a long time. And uh, I just, like, I don't think I could have written this verse if I was writing it for myself. Like, if I was just making a song, uh, writing a rap, I don't think I could record it the way I did. Um so that day, I wrote it. Actually, I, I stayed up late writing it. It was like, I don't know, 1 a.m. I finished the verse. Um, and I, it had to be perfect in my mind. Like, I wanted to get every flow right. Um, and then I woke up the next morning, and I just started grinding. Uh, I recorded, I think, 70 <laughs> versions of it. Uh, and I just kept on trying to get it perfect. Um, I was telling you, there was a few times like trucks went by and stuff, and uh, it yeah, just one thing, a huge pain in the ass when you record like yeah, yeah. I, 
many times. Yeah, it it was just really obnoxious. There's like a train that goes by too. But anyways, um, really the final verse, the final recording that I did was when I stopped stressing about it and I, I stopped recording for a while. I was kind of getting mad about it because it I just couldn't I didn't I didn't get it exactly how I wanted it even though it was all right I was I was just missing one thing you know and uh so I went away from it for a while came back um and I sat down and I approached it casually um and I had the rap memorized at that point that it just kind of flowed out and I wasn't really you know thinking about it I was just rapping it casually and that's when it really sounded the best um, do you want me to go through some of the lyrics, or did you want to break down your verse, or? Uh, how about, how about we kind of, like, break it down in order? Um. Yeah, so, you go ahead, man. I, um, the, the first line in the song, when I still smile when I see them clouds open, um, that was after it, it had been like a series of pretty rainy days. And, and I'm like, I don't really get depressed anymore, but for some reason, rain always seems to bring me down. So whenever like the sky opens back up, um, I always feel so much more alive. Right. Oh, like that line and kind of symbolized um, the, post-human which was about um the passing of my good friend tristan and then this song it kind of like i wanted to have it be like from rain to sunshine and if you listen to post-human on the chorus there's like rain in the background so like sort of symbolize that um and then as i I got on to, to the verse. I, I started just thinking about people I haven't seen in a while. Yep. So that's why um, I was talking about bringing somebody over and put, putting a record on because that that's always like one of my happiness for me is whenever I get to spend time around my friends and we get to listen to music and stuff. And yeah. back to us for years, we like I, I remember um, bumping two chains. Well, we started getting into two chains, and I was, uh, <laughs> that was great. Good drink, big nods. I put a four on the rocks. Lean, hot box, skirt, skirt. No hot box, no. Yeah, yeah. I could still wrap the whole <laughs> thing. But um, yeah. What I was kind of looking at was when when you've been real. <clears throat> for a little while and and then start opening up yeah, it, it can really change you in a lot of positive ways so like i'd spent most of the time after high school just kind of secluded like i don't like i mean obviously i i hang out with my girlfriend all the time but like besides her i haven't really had a lot of like friends or anything like that yeah and yeah i feel you thinking about all, all the people that i just didn't keep in touch with that i should have um, right. and then that's something i dealt with at other points on the album as well is losing friendships because i i have when i get into i talked about this the first verse and or the first the whole all of suburban vampires 
I was talking about um, when I get into when I said uh, there's something funny about the way that an artist behaves when he starts to create you make up your own world the real world starts to seem fake what I was talking when I get deep into a creative mold, nothing else matters. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, to the point where I, I won't eat, I won't sleep, um, but I also just won't talk to anybody. Yeah. Because this might, every every time I write a song, I always think this might be the last good song I can ever write. Because I've had that just, just, I guess, I don't want to call it performing anxiety. But um, just my entire, like, career of making music, I, I've always been scared because it's something I can never, when it comes to rap, dude, I, I can't explain it to you because I can't freestyle at all. Yeah, like, me too. <laughs> even a little bit. But yeah. when I sit down and I hear the right beat and I start writing... It comes. It just comes right out of me. I can't explain it. it oh yeah, no. You don't have to explain it because I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and like, I'll list. Sometimes I'll listen to like or read back some of my verses, and I'll be like, "Damn, I wrote that." Like, I have to be in the right mindset. Like, if I'm in the wrong mindset, I could never like write anything. Right. Right. Yeah. It's all a huge game for me. So every time I sit down and write a song, I know that I have that part of me that just vomits out music. Yep. It's just a matter of reaching that part, which can be difficult. Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear you on that part. Um, yeah, and, and now when I every time I listen to closed captions, um, like I your other songs, um not not on uh, Dead Lamb, but just in the past, the other music you've you've made, I haven't like sung along with it or rapped along with it. Uh, it just, you know, I liked it, but it was like I never never took the time to like learn it or or rap yeah. along with it. But um, tracks on Dead Lamb and the the your verse on or your part of uh, closed captions. Like I know all of it <laughs> because I know your whole too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, you know I love how this that song flows, um, and I love the guitar part in it. Um, and uh, is there anything else you wanted to say about your uh, your singing or? Oh, that, I should mention that too. So, <laughs> um, if if you go way, 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 way back in every time. You'll land on the Yellow Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gotta hand it to me, man. I've been trying this thing since day one. Yeah. I never, like, claim to just be a rapper. So, I've always had just melodies in my head all the time. Yep, yep. Like, I, I hear these beats, and I I have probably about, like, 50 songs that I've written just over the course of my life that I just never did because I couldn't sing them, because I couldn't sing. 
So that was one of the huge things that I tried to focus on between the break of Paradigm and Deadlamp, which was four years, which right. which say because it feels like just yesterday. I know it is crazy. <laughs> like vividly remember us recording uh, Pippi G's Trap House together. It's nuts how fast time has flied since uh, since then. And then like anonymous too. Yeah, I know. It feels like yesterday. It's nuts. So, just a quick word on Anonymous. So, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where to find it. I'm just going to tell you that it's on the internet. And if you do find it, um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's great. I, I love just it. I might hit the high note. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah like little band we started and it started off as a joke and then we ended up making an entire record as anonymous yeah so yeah if you can find it um find it but i'm not (laughs) (laughs) one song is literally made up of autocorrect lyrics (laughs) in my opinion that's the best damn song on the album oh yeah it's great especially that um (laughs) mystery piano chord in the beginning of it i don't know that wasn't that one that was our lane with lambs yeah those lane with lambs. it was so strange it just came out of nowhere i think it was from my guitar it was just kind of like still vibrating the strings i don't know i mean that's what it had to be it had to be that um yes yeah. yeah, so do do you want me to go or do you want to talk more about anonymous or do you want me to go through the verse a little bit Let's just mention it a few <laughs> because this is something I, like I said, I'm not going to tell you where to find it, but I will talk about it. Um, <laughs> so the idea for Anonymous came, um, I'm going to start like this. <laughs> I, well, we were, we were like walking outside. We were at my house and you like came over for dinner or something and we went outside. We had this really bad camera. Uh, and we decided we were going to, yeah, it was on his, right. We said we were going to record, uh, yeah, what we did is we used the camera to record the high note, the first version, which we lost, we lost, we don't, I don't know where that is, it's gone forever, but on Instagram, it was good, it was the first, it was the best version, but unfortunately that one is, is gone forever, but we recorded a snippet of it before it got deleted. Um, and then we recorded the actual version that ended up on the album at my house. Yeah, we recorded it at your house, yeah. And we recorded the rest of it um, at VHS. Yeah, VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mrs. D heard that. Like, she came in, I think, or something. I don't know. Time she's given she had given me dirty looks because, like, she told me I could record whatever I wanted. So I kind of... <laughs> I swear she heard us when we were doing, uh, what was it? Uh, one of the Pimpy G songs. I think it was. Merc? No, no, our ver- Yeah, no, not Merc. What was the, what was the what? one where it did two versions of it? Oh, like, what was that- it? Who's to the Brain? Yeah, it was Who's to the Brain. I'm pretty sure she heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want- Anyways, <laughs> we were screaming. Anyway, yeah, so. But yeah, so 
we had done that and then we came up with like a costume too so we we ordered these two like oh i forgot about the masks oh yeah we put on like we put on suits and then we had like these top hats and then i remember we stood across the street from each other and it's just like we literally like <laughs> our eyes yeah yeah well we had the idea to do to do the suit thing but i don't think we actually did that we, we, did, we did it once did we yeah like, we did. remember that time like we got suited up and then you oh suited. and then i sat in the middle of the road oh no that was a different time, oh, that that was time when yeah. we decided to just wear suits to school because we could oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. nobody wear a suit it was just us but it was so just us and people were like what are you doing and we're like yeah suit Uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyways yeah anonymous that was interesting we'd go to the mall and we just like put on the masks for a little bit i think yeah and we took them off but oh yeah remember uh jury (laughs) (laughs) i swear to god I, I still remember what that sheet of paper that has that recipe on it looks like. Oh, yeah, I did. I remember it, too. That, was this jury. <laughs> that stuff tasted disgusting, man. Jury was after the way that uh, DJ Khaled says jewelry. Yeah. Jury. Um, yeah. So it's like the most unhealthy, like, lucky we didn't die energy drinks. Like, yep. Combined we found that had caffeine okay okay i think i think we gotta we gotta we gotta stop it there with jury <laughs> because yeah, we, can tell the rest of that yeah we might we might get in trouble here so uh we'll just <laughs> we'll just say it was some it was an interesting concoction it was it was something interesting you know it was but yeah so we, we started anonymous and then we we made the EP, and I still I still remember like we were rushing to like get that exported. Oh day. yeah, oh yeah. We were, like the school was closing or something. Like to the point where we almost like even started arguing about it because we weren't sure what like who which way to do it fast enough. Like I kept trying to tell him, be like, no, no, do it like this, you do it fast. I re- I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we had an argument over the official um printing of lat lies aka lateral laziness and then we were gonna make that was an ep and then we were gonna make a full-length record called uh ret muse which was short for retarded muse <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah that was that was gonna be the full length yeah yeah we just did stuff happened man we did we lateral did. laziness and then we put the first single of ret muse out which um i still we did i think yeah, I did too. That recently. <laughs> you should listen. To it because oh, it's have I listened to it recently? Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. Incredibly good. I know it's, it's so good. Really good. In the weirdest. What's, in the weirdest way. What's what's the name of it again? Um, God machine. Right. God yeah. Yeah. Um, if you guys also, that's one, like, if you can find Anonymous, please listen to God Machine first, and then, like, if you oh, like, yeah. tell your friends, because, like, we could probably still have an audience for that song. That's good enough that, like, somebody would listen to that, even if it's, like, a comedy record. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so 
um, tell everybody about your uh, verse on closed caption. Okay, so I'm not going to take too long because, I mean, all of my verses, anytime I write music, it has so many meanings, but um, I'll just kind of go go through it real as quick as I can. Um, so it starts off, I was flipping through the pages in my mind. I lost count. Um, and then it goes on. It's talking about, um, you know, the layers of my mind, the things that go on in my mind. Um, there, there's so many pages. There's so many layers. Um, and then it's talking about pain um, being the same amount as those layers in my mind. So <clears throat> it's just, you know, and then <laughs> it says I get numb. I can't run. Um, so, you know, you... Sorry to interrupt you here. Yeah. When you were like, and I never sleep at night. That was so hard, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <clears throat> when I went into that, I was like, I was like, I was like, I need to switch this flow, and I need to like get some like trap in there. So that's what I did. I was like, I never sleep at night. Can I win the fight? Do you see my light? I was like, Yeah, this is it. In my room, I was like, <clears throat> I was bumping. It was. It was yeah. Great. You know, um, like when. That one moment in the song, <laughs> yeah, like th- this this track, like it, it has a lot of deep meaning. But like I went, I was trying to just like vibe the whole time. Like it, it also it's, you're supposed to bump to it, you know. That's the whole idea. Um, so you know, it's talking about I get numb, I can't run. So there's you know there's a lot of things I can't run from. You got to face them. Um, but it's hard to face them when you're numb, you know. Um. Mm-hmm. And then it's talking about <clears throat> digging, living in a hole that I can't keep filling. So, you know, there's, uh, you know, a lot of this verse is is, is uh, realistic to how the things I deal with on a regular basis. Um, and, I f- you know, a lot of times I do feel like I'm living in a hole and I keep digging it deeper um, and I can't get out. Uh, no matter how much I fill it with distractions. So I was getting this image of like, you know, me trying to shovel other things into the hole to make it go higher so that I can get above ground. But yeah. it's like there, there's never enough dirt to get the hole up to the ground again. Um, so I was just thinking about that. And then uh, I can't keep filling with distract, no action, no sound around, closed caption. So that was like, you know, um, there's no sound around uh you get in your own head uh so you're not listening to things in the world um so you need closed captions you know to see uh what is actually going on in my life there's no i'm not going to tell you you have to look for the captions Um, let me touch on the name of the song so when i sent it to him you i didn't have a title so you sent it back to me as closed captions and you were like, Oh, I just figured this is random title for now. And I was like, nah, dude, that's perfect. Cause I couldn't come for it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. That was just the one lyric that stuck out to me. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, but it does actually work for the theme of the song, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was thinking about, you know, uh, <clears throat> what kind of you, I was trying to play off what the themes that you were putting into it as well. Um, so I start to get into that, but like no bands, no fans, I ain't asking, just trying to get myself unmasked. So there's, you know, 
it, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't look for money, and money doesn't really hold a lot of meaning to me, uh, which is strange, but it's true. Um, and so, like, what I really am searching for is, like, I want to know who I am. I don't care about money. Um, <clears throat> but in that, in that pursuit of that of myself, I keep crashing. Um, yeah. Because you still have to earn a paycheck even though you want to, you know, just focus on your own self-exploration. Um, so, you know, it keeps on going, blah, blah, blah. Uh, bastards, the masses. You know, I'm kind of talking about my dad there. Um, you know, and uh, I can't keep taking these lashes for these bastards, the masses. So, uh, you know, I had to deal with, or I got the, um, the pain of the problems that my dad hasn't dealt with that my dad never dealt with and then i took the lashes for that um so it's like you know and then i say no you know because i'm trying to it's it's like i'm trying to get that out of my head that's not who i am i'm not gonna let that define me i'm not like my dad um so it keeps on going you know and i'll keep breathing blah blah, blah. uh and uh i never i see that i'm still dreaming uh, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory. And then I never sleep at night. Can I win the fight? Do you see my light? I think that I might not know it's right. So that's like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's pretty pretty self-explanatory there too. Um, but it's also true. Like that's, that's all very, uh, like when I write lyrics, it's all very honest from my heart. Um, and I can't really lie when it comes to lyrics. Like it just comes out even if I don't want it to sometimes. So it's like, like I never sleep at night is, is it's a bit of an exaggeration. I do sleep, but it's very hard for me to go to sleep and I go to sleep late often. Um, <clears throat> can I win the fight? You know, do you see my light? So like I'm asking people out there, like even though I'm fighting with things within myself, do you still see that like I'm a good person? Do you still see that like I'm not an evil person just because I have bad tendencies, you know, um, and then can I win the fight? <clears throat> you know, you don't, so most of the times you don't feel like you can, but you know, you got to keep on going cause there's, there's things worth it. You know, if you win, um, and then I keep on lowering my standards, what I want, what I need, rude manners. That was kind of a weird lyric. Uh, to get across because um, it's like uh, I've always set my standards high for who I hang out with, who who I am, who I want to get in a romantic relationship with. Um, yeah. and But I find myself lowering my standards and um, what I, I'm such a nice guy that sometimes I feel like what I want and what I need is rude manners. You know, what I, what I need is to be a little bit, you know, more edgy, more not nice, not such of a nice guy, because that's how you survive in the world, even though, you know, that's, that's not obviously right, but it's just how you feel. Um, <clears throat> and then by the time I get these banners up, everyone that I know moved to Canada, that's kind of, you know, a reference to this, this stuff going on in the world and, you know, how people are moving out of the U.S. and, uh, you know, people don't want to be around the um, the hate in this world or in the U.S. in particular. Um, but uh, also, like, 
um, by the time I get these banners up. So, like, the things that I'm fighting for, the things I want for this world, by the time I get that up so that people know it, um, it'll be too late, you know. Um, And they've had enough of this randomness. You know, you just have people deserting you in your life because uh, you're so unpredictable with your actions, with your life. Things just get very unpredictable because, you know, you're trying hard to live. Um, But people, you know, they distance themselves from you because of that. Uh, And so, you know, they're banning us. Are you man enough to keep standing up? So that was kind of like in quotations. Are you man enough to keep standing up? That's something that people tell you. That's something that I've been told. Not like when I'm saying that lyric, I'm not telling the listener are you man enough to stand up? I'm I'm saying like uh, they're banning us. Are you man enough to keep standing up? I'm like saying it sarcastically, basically, to the listener. Or will you fall down the confines of this small town? Um, you know that's what I did. Um, I I fell down. I got low on myself, and then I realized that I needed to break out of the confines of the small town. I needed to, you know, figure out who I was, and so that's what I did. Um, I've been around, I've seen the doubt, so I question how you can live your whole damn life underground. You know, that was just like a good closer. You know, like I've I seen the doubt in people. Like I see that you don't want to live this, like you don't want a, a fake life. I see the doubt that, you know, that there is something more than a nine to five job. I see that. So. I question how you can live your whole damn life underground. Like, if you see that, if you see that there's something more, then why are you still living underground? Um, and then, you know, the hook or whatever, the closing singing part, it's pretty self-explanatory. You know, it's just, uh, I can't decide if I want to live or die. Uh, but, like, it's there's still some hope there because there's still time to reverse the tide and enjoy the ride. Like, even though, uh, you know, you, you you can't, every day it feels like is a struggle to live, um, there's still time to enjoy life um, and to reverse that, reverse that hate that's in your mind. Yeah. So, anyways, hopefully that wasn't too long. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. Like, after we had made that song and then we finished it, um, I did that one, and then I did Suburban Vampires, which I had written bits and pieces of, like, as far as two years. So that that's the thing that, um, like, these songs have, like, been in the process of being written for a long time. Like, I went through a lot of my notebooks, and then just, I used to just write raps all day long. It was all I did. Yep. So I have plenty of material to go through, and like I found some stuff in notebooks dating as far back as like 2014, and I was, oh, that's a pretty good. So I threw it in there. So like I realistically, I've been working on this album for my whole life. But um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I did. Yeah. Bourbon Vampires, which um, is a really just important song to me because I felt like that was the song that just kind of let everybody know where I, where I was at in life. Like apart from like the other songs, like 
do do you have like you you've listened to the album like what what do you yeah. what do you what was your general consensus about it well when i first listened to it um <clears throat> it was like i <clears throat> was getting to know somebody that i never really knew um and it's not like i didn't <clears throat> it's basically like you were voicing everything that we kind of knew about each other that i knew about you but we never we didn't really talk about it because it was easier for us to just you know be dumb uh and kind of use that as a cover because we didn't really want to talk about it we already knew what we were going through we're like you know when we were together we wanted to have fun we didn't want to you know uh dwell in a place of darkness so um I think when I listened to that album, it was like you were voicing everything that I wish you had, like, when we were friends, like, before. Or I wish I would have asked you to tell me those things, even though, like, I already knew them, but, like, you hadn't said it. Um, so it was just, like, uh, it just seemed very poignant the whole album uh it was just very uh <clears throat> in your face like you can't you can't avoid knowing who this person is um and i think that came across very well and uh you know it made me want to listen to it multiple times so which is definitely the i think you listened to paradigm like two or three times yeah, yeah, I, I listened to that like four, three or four times, but uh, Dead Lamb, I don't know, it's going on ten maybe. So that dude, that um, that's that's incredible because I was so scared to to put this out into the world because I had like a lot of points on this album where I was like, wait a minute, dude, I hold back and going like it might. Saying too much and get too personal is this gonna make people uncomfortable? And then like parts of the album, I want to make people uncomfortable. But my whole like thing with this album was this is me. Right, right. Everything I do from now on is my own. Yep. Is like my hey, I'm I'm over here, I exist sort of thing. Right, right. So this is like I wanted to put it out because now I wanted to. Um, I, I we had talked about this a little bit, but besides like anonymous and um, the majority of it's Benny Bitch too, we've never like we we've had um, we've probably done uh, fireplace. Um, I got two features on Betropolis. We got closed captions now. Yeah. The art of peer pressure. I'd say like five or so. Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Of serious collaborations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And after like we did closed captions, it wasn't so much like, oh yeah, I have my boy hop on this song. I just, after like I listened to it, I want to say I listened to that song probably like 20 times since since we like put the final one out there. Yeah. And 
man, this sounds right. Like, <laughs> this sounds like something that shouldn't here. That's the thing. It's like, it's like we, we literally flow into each other. Like, yeah. that's how that song feels. It feels like two personalities melding and it's just so like fluid and uh it literally feels like it was made by like a rap duo or yeah it it doesn't feel like it was made by two separate artists uh so so it's cool like i'm trying to i want to make an album with you i want to start like a group yeah for sure but but, like i want to do crazy things yeah I, I don't want to everything different. Yeah. I, I want to do everything that I've never done before. Um, I have a really big announcement that I need to make next week. I'm pregnant. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> my God, no. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend are getting married. <laughs> um I'm fucking I'm like pretty pretty fucking stoned right now. Um anyway, so what's that announcement you got? So the announcement is I'm gonna announce this publicly next week. So this is gonna be like Exclusive. Yeah, you get to know. Like if you listen to it, you'll get to know. Um I'm starting a rock band with um three three of my good friends we've been working on music for about two three months now nice we've got some like pretty good songs so i'm gonna you there's still dead lame isn't the last zephyr shriekel album but it's the last zephyr shriekel as you remembered him album it's not insane and like i'm still rap and all that stuff i'm gonna use it more of like a mixtape sort of thing so like i'll drop like a 10 song mixtape where like i rap and then but so that's happening i'm gonna make that announcement but i also want to talk about just real quick like we could we could do so many different things because we both make beats we're both extremely talented writers We've got, like, I kind of see us being almost like a a new version of, like, MGMT in a way or something like that. Yeah, 21 Pilots or something. By the way, I did not know that MGMT formed in Connecticut. I just found that out, like... Oh, really? Didn't know that? Yeah, they did. It's pretty nuts. Uh, That was pretty cool. But (laughs) thinking, like, we should make a group that's, like, a perfect cross between MGMT and 21 Pilots. Yeah. So, um, I'll, be, I'll be Tyler. I'll be Tyler Joseph. <laughs> we could, we could like the craziest shit. Oh, so, we really could. Mark yeah. my, that's gonna happen. Um, it might take a while. It might take a while because we got busy lives, but we're gonna make it happen. Do it. It's gonna be good. And it's gonna. Be oh good. yeah, it's we're gonna not, be real good. But now this is like the matured anonymous. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like it's like anonymous grew up, you know. Yeah. Also, like we we made an intention. It was kind of ridiculous, but we're like, you know, we don't want people to know who anonymous is. Like they're supposed to be anonymous, right? 
So we're like, we'll just change our voices and no one will know it's us. <laughs> Yeah. Like, we had these squeaky voices and everything. I had this dream, and this was one one of the better dreams I've had in my life. Yep. This was probably, like, senior year. Like, probably, I think it was, like, two or three months before we were about to graduate. I had a dream that, like, you and I were at the talent show, but we came as anonymous, and we were in our, our suits and our mask and then, like, our top hats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were performing and stuff. Yep. And everybody knew it was us <laughs> like it was no secret <laughs> yeah um yeah so at the, i kind of want to like share the link to it just like i'm warning you it's explicit it's um it's very explicit extremely explicit so we warned you you can't <laughs> didn't warn you if you go and listen to it and complain about it we warned you there is maybe a particular word that, uh, you know, <laughs> remember that? Probably be a particular two words. Yeah, whoops, I remember that. So if, like, but anybody ever tries to come and cancel us, this was a very different time. Very uh, different times, <laughs> yeah. Don't, hashtag don't cancel Zephyrian B-Tron. Yeah, come on, come on. Cut us some slack. We were just, you know, two kids having a punk band, you know. Let's just keep it up. Okay. But, yeah, so um, before um, we get going, I want you to um, just – you recently released an EP called Quiet Chaos. Yep. Um, which I've listened to, I want to say, like seven or eight times now. Okay. I've like normally I'm not into like instrumental music. Yep. But I listened to that and I just felt that kind of no like I could almost kind of like what you were feeling at certain points. And I thought it, it was just it was just like a really trippy like just long ride and and i loved it so just tell me like tell me everything there is to know about it like how it started when when you did it yeah so each song on there i recorded or i didn't record i mean i produced um at a different point in my life uh and it was a EP long in the making. Um, I didn't really intend it to be an EP. Um, really, what it was is uh, whenever I had some event happen in my life or some time where I really needed to express myself creatively, I would do a little bit on uh, producing uh, one of the tracks. Um, so it took a while for me to come out with with all of them. Um, I think the one I want to start with, Ether is the first track on there, but I think I want to start with uh, Tranquility because that one, uh, I was living with an older guy in uh, Massachusetts, and I was just kind of hopping around to people I knew in that area, and I was working at a used car dealership and. I hated the job. Um, I hated my life. Everything was not what I wanted it to be. Um, and one time, 
one day I sat down at the piano in this old guy's house, and uh, that melody just came to me. And uh, I played out the whole thing, and then I recorded it. And he had a big grandfather clock sitting there, and you can hear it ticking in the background. Um, and it just... It, when I, I remember playing it, and it brought me just so much peace. Like I was just, I was just lost in my sadness. Uh, and uh, so that's how that one was recorded. And that was like, I don't know, a year, more than a year ago. Um, and then we got Ether. That was the first track there. Um, and I tried to do a lot of weird stuff with that one. Uh, I first had it as you know, um, just a clean drum beat. Uh, everything was very clean, and I had the uh, the orchestra come in, the violin, um, and it was just very clean, very smooth. Um, but I felt like it was too clean, and I needed to disrupt it with some some strange noises, something strange. I needed to make it more realistic to how my headspace is. So. Um, I put in those weird vocal chops, uh, <clears throat> which the guy on Instagram who reviewed the album, he's or the EP, he's like, you know, that song could have been great if that vo- those vocal chops weren't in there. <laughs> and I was like, come on, man. The thing is, that's why it's good that I'm explaining it on here, because then if you listen to this, then you know why that's in there. Um, initially, it wasn't in there, so... Oh. <laughs> about um at music review really quick so at music review um that's all we know about at music review. that's all we know it's just a random we, we don't even have a face it's just this guy his um profile picture so he or she um Commission? i've been calling you man and bro for the whole time so if you're a girl i'm so so sorry um i just have I have no way of a way of knowing, and I, I don't, I can't really picture like. A girl but you know what? That just makes it better. You know, it just makes it more intriguing. You know. So I'm just gonna keep man and broing you until you stop me. So. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he that guy uh, music review he he reviewed it, which I appreciate. It was it was very nice. Um, he or she, whatever. So that was the first track, um, and I made that one. I think when I was in college, I did about two semesters of college and again, a very difficult time in my life. Um, and all of these tracks I, re- I posted on SoundCloud individually, um, but you know, nobody really listened to them and they didn't really come together until the last track I made. Um, <clears throat> so breath I didn't even – I wanted that to be a standalone song. I didn't even want to put that in any collection at all. Um, actually, it was intended for me to do a verse on it, and then I was going to have you do a verse on it. Uh, but it just kind of fell through the cracks. Huh? You can still do that, by the way. If you want. I know. We should. We should. Um, we definitely should. You, you we should definitely put should. Put in um, Deluxe. So. I know. I was I was gonna do a deluxe and maybe add some bonus tracks there too, um, but yeah, the guy from Music Review also said you know you should have some rap in there. But anyways, yeah, breath is is kind of like you know you can hear breaths in there and I got some breath sound effects which kind of added to the atmosphere. 
Um, and that was like the first hard trap track that I've like ever made. Uh, but it just sounded so good. I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, Harmony. Uh, that one just kind of came together um, very nicely. And, uh, you know, it just worked with the EP where it was where it was after breath uh goes straight into harmony it just it just worked um and i tried to make the flow of the ep work after i had record or produced each song um i figured out the dirt the order of it uh, which took a little while but it made sense um so harmony was just kind of like a feel-good track um and that one had some drops, some little drops in there. It was just kind of neat. And then Tranquility, track I already talked about. Um, I love that track. It's beautiful. Um, and I wish I'd recorded it in a better place in a, with a better piano. But, you know, it kind of adds to the weird uh, effect that it's supposed to be distorted and uh, make you feel like there's, you know, it's not really normal and crisp. Um Fortune.exe, that's a weird name for a song, obviously, but <clears throat> the reason I thought of that is because it's it's like at first I thought of Fortune when I when I heard when I produced the track I was like you know this this sounds like like Fortune like you know you you are a successful person like it, I don't know just the way it sounds it sounds like you know feel good like everything's good in life. Um, and so I, I don't know, that was just supposed to be in there. It's just kind of a chill, chill track. Um, and that one didn't take too much time for me to make. Um, now the last track I already, I did a full explanation of, which I sent over to you. Um, and I'm not going to do a full explanation again, cause it's pretty complex, but <clears throat> that track um means a lot more to me than any of the other tracks on this ep um and it's a lot different than anything i've ever made before um because it sounds uncomfortable and <clears throat> the beginning part is very sudden without any warning and it's supposed to feel very you know kind of eerie and uncomfortable um and uh it's called 41820. What? What's funny? <laughs> so you mentioned that um, it was supposed to be kind of like dark and uncomfortable. Um, go back to uh, Mr. Music Review. Describes Hippie G's Trap House as, um, he said, the only thing I can say about this song is it's just creepy. And that's like, that's exactly the vibe I was going for. <laughs> the picture of yeah. G is like a circus clown that's like <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it's very strange and creepy. It's 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 like from a flipping nightmare. But anyways, this track though, um music review, he's he said some weird stuff about it too. He's like, Where's the drop, man? You know, like where's where's the where's the beat drop? And I was like what do you know about the beat drop? <laughs> I was like, there's not supposed to be a beat drop, okay? <laughs> it's just supposed to go to these hard drums because it's like, 
that's your heartbeat. You're trying to stay alive. Like it's this hard, hard beat, and that's it. There's nothing else. Um, so everything about that track is very poignant. There's a lot of meaning to that. If you care about the meaning, contact me personally. I don't really want to talk about it right now. <laughs> There's too much to talk about. So um, for 18:20 though, I was going to uh, call it something else, um, but the way I felt that track is very personal to me and the way I felt on that day was how the track came out. So, um, I didn't want to forget that. I didn't want to forget that day. I didn't want to forget what made that track, what it is. Um, and so that's why it stayed date. I made it. Um, and quiet chaos, just the EP as a whole. Um, upper by the way, it yeah, thanks. So but so effective. Yeah, and that's the point. It's 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 um the the word quiet and chaos are obviously opposites, and that's the point. Is um there's no in between. It's either your my mind is is quiet and silent and empty, or there's just complete chaos. So that's just the the whole point. And there's a lot of you can see that in the EP. Every track is uh, there's some tracks that are quiet peaceful and then there's some are that are just chaotic and crazy uh, so that's that yeah so before we wrap this up here i got um a little rapid fire question round for you oh yeah let's do it let's do it here we go i'm gonna kind of put you on the spot a little bit with this. okay that's fine let's do it first one top three wait say it again you cut off your first one Top three favorite. Okay, trench. Um, ah, ah, something else. Uh, <laughs> I'm easy to find. The national. Uh, something else. Uh, sure. Big fish theory. Vince Staples. Okay, there you go. Um, favorite song you've ever made. Favorite what? Favorite song you've ever made. <sighs> wow. Um, you can take your time with this one. Hmm. It would probably have to be either four eighteen twenty or uh, subdued from. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe love songs. Maybe love songs. Or love song does not equals love. That's a classic right there. We, dude, we got to turn, like, people who are starting to listen to this podcast onto our discography. We, we made a lot of fucking music over the years. We made a lot of music. I mean, if you check, he's got, he's got like, I don't know, on on your SoundCloud, you got 45 tracks. I've got 46 tracks on mine. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of music. Albums up there. Yeah, yeah. Just check it out. All right, what's the next question? Uh, next question. An album you're embarrassed to like. Ah, uh, ooh. <laughs> Let's see. Embarrassed to like. Uh, I mean, I don't really care what people think about my musical preferences, but if I had to pick one, uh, this is difficult. Um, hmm. Maybe, 
what's that, what's that album? Uh, what is it? I think it's Lil Pump's first album or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's it. But anyways. Um, what what kind of music do you want to make in the future? Um, <clears throat> I want to make more um, EDM and rap, uh, but not not hard EDM, not any weird EDM, but um, just kind of. We we can do that in our in our band. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should. Um, there's this one genre, and I have to turn you on it, actually, because this is a very interesting genre. It's called Vapor Soul, okay? And apparently, according to Spotify, it's my favorite genre of 2019. But anyways, um, so that's kind of the, the direction I want to go with my music more, is Vapor Soul. Yep. Everybody watching this, go check out Vapor Soul. Oh, yeah. Listen to some Vapor Soul. Send me some tracks, man. Let's do it. Post your favorite Vapor Soul tracks. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, next question. Um, all right. If you could change anything on Quiet Chaos, would you and what would it be? Um, yeah, I think I would, um, I would probably like to record Tranquility in a, uh, you know, as, as a better version, um, and instead of having, uh, like fuzz in the background, actually maybe put a background rain track, um, but it just sounds a little bit too messy for me, um. And maybe I wouldn't. Uh, maybe I wouldn't repeat um, the same melody that's in Fortune.exe and um, Harmony. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think that's that's it. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I mean, I'd add more tracks, maybe. Want to make it a full-length album eventually, maybe. That's I, about it. I mean, I I would love to like. Help. I love to do songs. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. Yeah, maybe we should. So uh, that just about concludes the first. Um, like we we had our first episode, so this is part two. So I'm yep. gonna consider this the end of the grand finale episode of War Hippies, which you got that title, man. Nobody else can say that first guest. So, All right, I'm the first guest next week um i'm i'm really excited to announce this i have um a fucking band coming over um these guys i saw that i looked at their link i looked at their instagram you gotta listen to their music dude um listen to 53 in piece by piece now if you go on spotify 53 like these guys have some pretty impressive numbers 53 has over 40,000 views. They have videos on YouTube that have, like, over 2 million views. So, like, I've been, like, listening to, like, all their stuff repeat, and, like, I'm, I'm fucking ready for it. So, ne- next... So cool. I'm going to speak with them on Monday. 
So um, th- this episode um, might be out tonight, might be out tomorrow. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. Real quick, real quick, real quick. All right. Yeah. We're gonna do a real fast best friends test because okay. I've always wanted to do this, and and we got it. We got to do it. All right. So uh, here I'll go first. Uh, what's my favorite color? Your favorite color is blue. Yep. All right. Uh, you ask or something. You ask something. You can ask any question. Um. Damn. <laughs> About yourself. Who? Um. Something I only I would know maybe. Only you. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> something only you would know. Oh man. Um, I'm I'm just gonna cop out. Um, what's my favorite? <laughs> Your favorite color? Uh, green. Yes. Um, it is, it is current. It now includes purple. But oh, nice, nice, yeah. Yeah, honestly, like uh, my colors have morphed morphed into blue, purple, and black. Like those are my three favorites. Um, okay, another thing. Uh, let's see. What? Uh, have I? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh. What have I stolen, and how much? <laughs> uh, that's the list. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's give a number of. Okay, okay, okay. There's how much money have I stolen from a particular organization? Twenty dollars. Twenty. I think it was twenty. Oh, for, are you talking about VHS? Yeah. In uh, the soda? Oh, no, no. I was talking about that time that um, I got that vape pen and I sold it to... Um, oh, right, 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 right. So I, like, had taken money to go... It, I think it was, like, 10, 10 or 20, 10 or $20. I had taken it. I'd taken her money and I was like, all right, I'll go get you your pen. But then um, the assistant gym teacher walked into the boy's bathroom while I was vaping in the bathroom and I got suspended for three days. I remember that. I remember that. And you, you were like um, raising money for the robotics club. And then you helped me out. Cause I had no way uh, she was, cause like, she was like, I want my money back. I want my money back. So like, that's you, right. I remember that. But to touch on the, the juice, so we used to at, at BHS, we had lunch and we could. It was you would form a line in the beginning. All right, of- we pro- <laughs> we probably shouldn't tell this story just because you never know if someone from Bolton High. Well, listen to this and then report us to the principal or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> what 
what is Mr. Joe Maselli going to be able to say to me at 21? He might be like, you know, they might send us a check for, I don't know how much, you know. I, I would say probably it has to be, end up being like at least like $70. Yeah, I would say. Anyways, that was like, that was my good old days. I was, I was, I got the, the art of the craft just perfect. But anyways, we won't get into that. Um, so I can't think of another one. Uh, let's see. Uh, huh. Um, uh, <laughs> my mind is so blank right now. I, Any, when you're forced to think about it, it's hard. I know, right? Um, all right. Um, um, let's see. Wh- who, which, uh, <laughs> I, who did, who did I have a crush on right across the street? Right across the street. We both did. Okay, my my house. Across from my house. What? what? It was only for a short period of time. Um, damn, I remember this. When was this? Uh, would have been summer after eighth grade. Summer. I, don't, I, I remember what you looked like, but I don't remember. What, you know, what, what, I, I forget her name, but you can just say, like, what you know her as. Oh, man, I don't. I don't remember. What, what you have a nickname for her? No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Jesse's, Jesse's uh, sister, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I wonder. Jesse, if, if you're watching this right now, you should hit us up. Um, we we miss you. That was oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good spot to end there. <laughs> Thanks, man. I really yeah, like it. Gonna go yeah. down first. Yes, the war hippies and oh yeah. Obviously, you are welcome on this podcast whenever you want. All right. So um yeah, man, I'll fucking hit you up. Um, yeah, of course. Who's yeah, peace. Here, let me stop recording real quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We can stay on for a bit longer. Um all right. Okay, I get your you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's eleven o'clock. I gotta get going. This <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah, me too. Wait, is it really that late though? Oh wow. All right. Um, there was one thing I was gonna say. What was it? Oh yeah. Um, 